speaking of Quint, we're going to go to you next. Lovely. All right. So when we left you, you had just been given a business card and sort of set off on your way. Okay. Give me a couple sentences of what you did and what you've been doing. So I imagine Quint coming home with his new uniform already. Oh, so, okay. You're going to have joined Aegis first and then go home. Got it. So we'll play that out. But Because Quint is very impulsive. So do you go straight from the event to Aegis headquarters? I think so, yeah. Got it. Let's start there and then we'll play that out and then uh, you can tell me what you're doing. I figured that would be down the line a little bit. No. Great. Okay. So you got a, uh, a business card with a phone number on it that just said Nova Squad on the front. Let's go from there. Walking away from the the graveyard, Quint pulls out his cell phone and dials. Actually, it just hits redial because he already called it. Didn't you just call me? Yeah, but I have a proposition for you. I don't think I know you that well. You know, I think I'm going to like you. But I'm thinking more, do you have any interest in a superstar new recruit? I have an interest in you as a new recruit. Same thing. We'll see. So, what are you doing right now you know i'm free i think i'm gonna like you so she texts you an address which is ages headquarters but the way the directions give you it's like it takes you to the back of this other little building that's kind of ages headquarters is this one big building but then this is this little outbuilding that you've kind of never noticed before it's not like overlookable it's just boring completely ordinary and it takes you uh it takes you to that building so i'm gonna go head over and I guess open the door and find out what's in there. Yeah, uh, this this is like the most low-key Aegis building you've ever seen. It opens, the door opens into what looks kind of like a like a, a dentist's waiting room. Brown carpet, bad pictures on the walls, magazines. Okay, this is not what I expected, but I think I like it. There's a receptionist desk with a late middle-aged woman, uh, very receptionist in a 70s movie look and she kind of like oh hi do you have an appointment i don't think so but red-headed speedster lady is waiting for me got it got it uh i don't want to keep you waiting but do you have a seat for a second we'll just just check in actually no never mind here uh she points to square in the carpet that's a different color go ahead and stand there it's going to take about two minutes to do the scan and once you stand there she presses a button under her desk and suddenly from out of the ceiling, this really high-tech cylinder descends around you. And it, it just it takes about a minute, scans you all over, and then goes back up into the ceiling, leaving you again in this, this waiting room. She's looking down at something on her desk. Oh, cool. You're, you're, you're good to go. Uh, you have some really interesting chronographic signatures on you. Have you been... I don't think you've been time traveling. What, what have you been doing? Less time and more space, sort of. Time space? Probably a little bit of both. Interesting. I, I'm looking forward to getting you in the lab at some point. Uh, but again, I'll be right here. And I, I have really interesting articles. She goes back to her Reader's Digest article. I really don't like the sound of that. Reader's Digest? No, uh, need to get my hands on you. <laughs> It, it really, you're not kept waiting for very long. And uh, Gamma comes out. She's, she's been in the middle of something. She's drying her hands off on a towel. That was fast. I thought I was quick. You, you just... Just coming in to do this? I tend to make my decisions pretty quickly. Come on back. Why don't you come to my office? Sure. Just to make sure that I have the right idea here. This isn't standard 
Aegis, is it? This is not uh, what I expect from your standard recruiter's office. Yeah, they get real fancy. We'd, we'd rather spend our funding on, you know, equipment than the pretty shiny office walls. Also, plastic is really hard to keep clean. This carpet does not show stains. Hmm. And not even like an Aegis poster or anything on the wall. Well, we have the standard like labor laws in the break room. It has an Aegis logo on it. Sure. Um, Our uniforms have an, do you want an eagle? She she actually, so just to remind what, who Gamma is, she's a early twenties, less than 25 woman with very, very lot of red hair, long red hair. Uh, who's wearing the standard, similar to the standard Aegis uniform, which is dark slacks and a dark jacket thing that buttons across the chest. Uh, but it's got a different logo than, than you're used to seeing on it and then her name. Uh, she, You want to see, see the eagle and she unsnaps the top of her jacket, which flips back and there's a bright silver embroidered eagle on the inside of it. Got an eagle. Great. Um, well, at least you can hide that. Well, Yes, come on. And she she takes you back to a, again, pretty standard office. This one's a little more high-tech in that there's a bunch of computer equipment and gear and stuff, but the office itself, any office park office. Ah, uh, so you just said you wanted to join up. Still mean it? Yeah, it, it feels right. Are you joining up as quintessential hero, the son of the iconic pop star, iconic... Wait, hope, hope, hope. Yes, the K's iconic hope. I was actually kind of hoping we would keep that under wraps. <sighs> Thank God, I, I did actually like you, and I was really worried I was going to have to kick you out. Well, that's rude. You haven't even met me yet. Saying I like you and I'm not going to kick you out. Yes, got it. So, welcome to Nova Squad. We get a cool acronym, because uh, we're part of Aegis and they like acronyms. But it also sounds pretty cool, so. So what does that stand for? I don't Ooh. think I've heard of it before. <laughs> Wait, one second. She, she, she like <laughs> rummages around in her desk. Okay, I never get this right on the first time. So I wrote it down. Do not laugh at me or I'll hate you. Novel Operation View and Assessment. Nova. All it means is that we check stuff out before Aegis gets involved. <clears throat> were there pre-scouters? I like the Nova part. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to remember that. But Nova sounds cool. You can write it down. That's why we have business cards. Uh, anyway, what we do is kind of like what the name says. We check out things that Aegis hasn't dealt with before. Uh, do risk assessment. Uh, look into new tech. Experiment with things. Try out new equipment. We also kind of fall outside the hierarchy a little bit. We're not... The typical Aegis agents. That makes me feel a lot better. I really wasn't looking forward to taking orders from Vanguard. Oh, no. Uh, parallel hierarchies. He can't really tell us what to do, but we also can't tell him what to do. Damn. Well, one can hope. Nah, I like the guy. He's he's really, he knows what he's doing. He's a little old school, but he, he gets stuff done. Yeah, he's good at what he does, but also what he does is just so old. I, I... Yes. But there's a place for, for classic antique heroing in, in the world, too. We don't look as good on posters. We don't. He does have a great body for posters. Interesting. 
So, uh, you have any questions? Yeah. So, um, how does your uh, basic training training regimen work? Because uh, I've been doing the standard Aegis one since I was like six. Got it. Yeah. No. Uh, we have our own routine. I, I can go through all of that. She uh, hands you like okay. Look, I don't like papers. I don't like a lot of documentation, but this one's pretty useful. She hands you like a four-page little booklet that's got just some general, here's the general training outline and where you go. And uh, we kind of are flexible on the schedule, really, as long as you get your hours in. It doesn't really matter how you do it. I'm sure you're going to find some people you want to work with. Uh, we really like to pair people up that have opposing skills so you can kind of learn how to deal with one another. I will go through all that when we, you meet the team. Got it. Um, and one last thing. Do you have any interest in interdimensional tech? Wait, for real? Like working? Yeah, I, I think I might have a contact for you. Shit, yeah. Okay, we we got to talk. Uh, like get the paperwork done, uh, get your, your uniform, meet the team, and then we'll sit down and talk interdimensional stuff. Cool? Yep. Oh, and there are more of those weird monk dudes, just so you're aware. We're probably going to want to deal with them. Okay, I'll put that on the list. And she goes through a whiteboard and adds weird interdimensional monks to a list that also has, like, green dogs, possibly from Mars, and uh, that thing that breathes fire that we ran into on Tuesday. So I'm picturing that whiteboard from, I think it's Cabin in the Woods, that just has a bunch of weird threats on it. Yeah, that's that's what this is. And um, there's just one that says, just says, David. Yeah. There is one that's just crossed off, but yeah. Uh, and she, she reaches out her hand to shake. And... Uh, Quint reaches out to shake it. Yeah, so this face is, uh, fades down on Gamma and Quint shaking hands with the welcome to Aegis thing. Cool. You the character, you the player, have any questions or anything? No, I think I am good. Got it. Uh, oh, no, actually we do need. So then what did you spend the rest of that month and a half or month doing? Probably whatever Gamma thinks is uh, as basic training. Yeah, and who are you living with? Um, I mean, it's, it's going to be the standard uh, half. Got it. How did your parents react to you getting back? Um, I think mom was probably into it. Dad was less so because it is not flashy. Yeah. What I'm choosing to do. Got it. So we'll, we'll get to it. We'll come back to that some other session. Um, awesome. Cool. We will open on Mystic and the elevator doors opening and the entire floor is basically Strix's apartment and you see him up ahead already uh, waiting for you and Juniper, welcome back. I have made some progress in the apartment as you can see, but still quite a ways to go. I'm still having trouble liquidating my assets into a form with which I can make purchases, but it will do for now. Oh, I, I think it already looks nice. I mean, the library's good at least. It's not quite up to proper Haraway standards yet, but I'm sure we'll get there. But please come with me to the library and we can start our training session today. Yep, and she follows him right there. Yes, uh, Juniper, I don't believe you've met uh, my new personal assistant. 
mix aggressed. This is my. Should I call you my granddaughter? Would would that work for you? Still or? Uh, uh, sure. She's like, you know, looks a little awkward, but not like uncomfortable with that. Yes, this is my granddaughter Juniper, and she will be training with me in the the office. Of course, Mr. Haraway, and it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Miss Haraway. Florid uh, will do a little bow. Oh, uh, you you can call me Junie. Of course, Miss Junie Haraway. That's perfect. <laughs> That's out of character. <laughs> I'm afraid you won't be able to get them to call you by anything much more casual. Uh, it was a trait that the Florian I knew had as well. Quite interesting, actually, what commonalities they have. Well, it's it's nice to meet you. Please, do not mind me. So then, shall we start with something simple? I would like you to attempt to manifest your magic in front of yourself. Concentrate it into a space in front of you. And I would like you to describe what this looks like for Junie. Yeah, so um, this is similar to what we've seen her do before, only she's, you know, she's not, she's clearly not, like, on edge getting ready for a fight like the other last time we saw her do it against Hive. She's just uh, holding her hands, like, cupping them in front of her, and you can see a, a small uh, ball of glowing magic form in front of her. It almost looks like a cartoon drawing of like a, a star like flickering with uh, beams of light like swirling around it. What colors are it? I picture it most often as like white, maybe like some off-white like yellow to it. Yeah, like a soft kind of glow. So this one is this one is white. So Strix examines your your magic and you're a great deal more powerful than I was at your age, but it does seem that you still lack control. And he does a similar thing, but his magic is in front of him, and it's a solid golf ball-sized sphere of green glowing magic. And it's like not even rolling or swirling, it's just a perfect pinpoint of light. But I do believe that this is something that we can work on and have you attain in short order. Yeah, just, you know, guide me. Of course, that is why I'm here. So for our first exercise, I would like you to... It's difficult to explain this, but I want you to imagine, say, drawing a three-dimensional shape in your head surrounding your magic and attempt to constrain it. We're not creating shields. I know you're already capable of that. But just attempting to use your force of will to concentrate it into a shape that is not what it wants to uh, constrain itself to. Oh, okay. This is... uh... It's not something I've tried before. Um, yeah, so I think, I mean, like normally when we see her do something like this, right, it's always round. So I think she's trying to like pull it, maybe make it like angular. But you can see as she's like, she's moving her hands around it kind of a lot, like 
fingers out, like moving them in and out. And it almost looks like a if a, a ball of yarn could move where it has like it's like changing shape, but it's not holding anything steady at all. But it is different than it was before she was asked to try to do this thing. But you can see that she's struggling to try to hold it still. Excellent. So it does seem you are able to control the flows of your magic. But let's try something a little bit more difficult. I would like you to, say, extrude it into a single, impossibly thin line of magic. And we'll see what sort of shape it can manage. And for this, I'd like you to roll. Let's let's, let's do Freak, because that seems to be the, the Nova label. Yes. All right. And I got a nine. So I think she's not touching it directly with her fingers, but she's pulling it in a, a motion with her fingers. Like you're grabbing like a string and pulling it apart but it's not I don't think it's thin but it is stretching not wire thin like not wire thin like strict like a strix asked it to be so what I'm imagining is it kind of looks like you're playing with dough and making it longer as you kind of use your your fingers to mime shaping it out oh yeah I think with that uh analogy in mind it's it might be even like sagging a little bit in the middle like it's not like it's it's sinking under its own weight kind of thing like it's not um like it's dough like a, like if you were having pizza dough and you're stretching it it's sloppy looking strix from there tries to like talk you through a little bit of how to to do it how to try and pick up that that little sag in the middle and as you're concentrating on that some of your magic like escapes your control and shoots straight towards Florian. And Florian just very calmly sidesteps it and then acts like nothing happened. You should relax more. Your body is very tense. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean for that to happen. It is no problem, Miss Junie Haraway. I have seen worse. But be sure to take... A deep breath and relax for it. I'm sure it will help. And you can see her still still trying to like grasp and pay attention to the string, but she does try to take the advice and take a deep breath. Ah, uh, yes. Mr. Haraway, you have that phone call you were talking about? They're waiting for you. Of course, Mr. Wilson. <sighs> I was hoping that he would call after the training, but... I suppose I can't leave him waiting for too long. Juniper, uh, if you just wait for me just for just a moment, hopefully I can get this done quickly. Yeah, of course. And Juni will know at least a Mr. Wilson, Noah's dad. Oh, shit. Yes, I, I almost forgot that. But she would not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Juni knows why Noah's dad would be calling. Definitely not. But that does uh, kind of pique your interest as he walks away, leaving you and Florian to uh, discuss if you want to. What do you think, Charlie? You got anything? I mean, I'll leave it up to you if uh, Juniper wants to ask any questions. I don't want to say Juniper. (laughs) (laughs) 
you're gonna, you're so in character. I was thinking that I think in realizing thinking Wilson. Oh, like Noah's dad. I do think she has like another flare up, but this time it goes up towards the ceiling. Almost like a spark shoots off the string because as you may, as listeners may remember, Junie discovered her powers playing at like on a playground with Noah and ended up hurting him in the process. So there is some <laughs> emotional baggage caught up with that name, but she tries to, after that happens, she looks at Florian and she says, I'm sorry. And then she goes back to trying to manipulate it. It's okay. I understand if certain subjects are touchy. Uh, I, I don't know why you would say that. And she pushes the strings back together uh, to make them more like the ball that she started with. Do you require anything? If I can help in any way. Uh, and, and she's like, She's starting again from the ball and pulling them out. Uh, do you have magic yourself? Or are you just uh, experienced talking about magic? Or Florian just smiles but doesn't answer the question. Uh, and then Judy, uh, witnessing this, is like, okay, well, I'll just... Internally, just like, okay, well, I'll just try to focus and goes back to pulling the thread. Totally not shady at all. It's fine. <laughs> totally not shady. Also, I, I don't want to be sure that I don't know if fans remember, but Noah is Phantom's other self. Oh, yeah. I didn't mention that. Yes, everyone. <laughs> That's most important. Because <laughs> I don't know if people remember that Phantom's name or original name was Noah Wilson. <laughs> okay. So it takes 15, 20 minutes for Strix to come back and... At about the same time, Florian leaves while Strix continues to try and kind of talk you through this training session. And another maybe 15 minutes or so, Florian comes back. Excuse me, Miss Jeannie Haraway. There's a Mr. Jess Quint here to see you. Uh, I guess I, I, and I look over at Strix. I, I guess I better see what's up. Yes, of course. We have been at this for a while, and you know what you need to improve on this exercise at home. Um, shall we call it homework, then? Yeah. Yeah, that that sounds good. And Mix Aggressed will show you to the the elevator. Yes. <laughs> I think Florian leads the way. Yeah, I think she... Uh, as gently as possible, tries to dissipate the magic that they were working with and uh, walks out after Florian. So when you get down to like the, the lobby of this apartment building, you see Quint sort of just like leaning against the wall that the, the elevator doors are in. So when you walk out, you see him to the, the, to the side of you. And uh, he just goes, hey. And he is wearing... His Nova Squad uniform. Wait, is that an is that an Aegis uniform? Technically, something a little new. But I actually wanted to ask you something. Oh, uh, how did training with uh, Owl Grandpa go? And I don't think Quint was supposed to know about this. <laughs> uh, uh, it's uh, training with Strix is going 
fine. Uh, what, uh, what's up? What would, uh, she looks kind of awkward, like, trying to, like, she's trying to ask, like, what are you doing here without being rude? <laughs> what's up, Quint? Is, is there, uh, something wrong? First off, I, I hope you didn't think that someone could just pawn off millions of dollars and jewels and not show up on Aegis radar, did you? Okay, but, like, I didn't know that you were looking at Aegis Radar, so. It kind of just popped up. I guess it's one of the the perks of being an officer. An officer? It's complicated. Um, Hey, um, I was thinking that you might be interested in something. And he hands you a folder that just has the, the logo of Nova Squad on it. Uh, and she's looking at it. I've I've never seen this logo before. This isn't this doesn't look like a sidekicks thing. Like what? I guess you said you were an officer. Yep, earned my bars and everything. <laughs> Whatever the hell that means, I don't actually care. <laughs> and Judy just points to the part of the uniform that has the bars and is like, "It's right there." If you did any sidekick things, you'd know how to read it. Yeah. Whatever. So, you remember? Speedy, Gamma Burst, the, the one that helped out during the, the whole thing when we got back. I may have talked her into starting something new. And turns out the multiverse needs a couple of protectors. And I'm thinking maybe you could be useful for that. And, you know, I kind of like you. You're cool. And you can see that she's like grinning. Like Quint admitted that he thought someone else was cool. And she's just like, okay, uh, fill me in. Cool. And I think that would be a great great place to cut it for that, with Junie reading that folder with the, the Nova Squad logo and walking with Quint away. I can't believe Quint complimented Judy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so next up, I would like to do thermite scene hello hello we will start immediately after one of sarah's volleyball games and you are headed straight into a sidekicks meeting would you like bother changing into a full uniform here or are you just gonna like put on your mask what does sarah slash thermite look like as she enters the the scene here what it is is like she's got the volleyball uniform which are Generally, you know, they're kind of light. So I was honestly thinking, like, for just a, a quick meeting, she could just throw the Aegis jacket over top of it and, like, throw on some pants over it, over the over the shorts. Just real quick, look the part. Don't need to, like, make sure everything's in place for one of these, like, check-ins, you know? So as she comes in, uh, she's she does have the, the respirator on. Because that's just, you know, uh, she's very, uh, you play how you practice. So anytime she's working on Aegis business at this level, mask on, no exceptions. So she comes in, she is wearing her Aegis uniform and, and respirator. Awesome. So when you come into the office, you see Senior Special Agent Popo Katepetl sitting behind her desk and... Lieutenant Ochoa, 
who is in charge of sidekicks waiting for you there as well. And this is a bit of a surprise to you. Uh, you weren't expecting inspection. He just does this every so often. Well, howdy there, um, Special Agent Thermite, right? Please, please don't be alarmed. Uh, I'm just here to check up on y'all. It's been a minute. Lieutenant Choa, it's an honor to have you. Special Agent Thermite reporting for duty. Well, no no need to be so formal. Like I said, just, just checking up on y'all. But I, I, I do think we are still waiting on on your, your other uh, mentee, Special Agent Public Capital. He is annoyed. She gets a... Her, her body language is, I don't want to be here. I think she rolled her eyes when when Termite, like, addressed, addressed the agent properly. And she she's wearing, like... Her whole body is covered in this, like, magma around her. And she's wearing, like... She's not, she's not really wearing uniform. She's wearing, like... Her super uniform, like they, she was in the middle of something. Now she's here, and she's like me and uh, Mister Quint. We have an understanding about how busy our lives can be. I will fill them in into any. Important business. Now, if we could please move along. Well, all right, that's a a bit unusual, but well, according to our records here, you are one of our star mentors. <sighs> now that uh, you have Special Agent Thermite here, you have two of our top five scoring sidekicks, and I, I can only assume it's all because of you. Quintessential is top five? Yeah. Quint is very good at what he does. And so are you, Termite. I'm, I just, I help when I can, but they basically take care of themselves. She, like, stretches back a little bit, very impatient, always moving something out of her hand or her leg. Like, so very well. Uh... What can I help you with? Well, I was actually kind of hoping I could maybe see one of your sessions and maybe find out what the the secret ingredient in your mentorship is. Because uh, just on the down low, some of our mentors aren't quite as good as you are. You know what? Lieutenant Ochoa, I think that's a wonderful idea. She shoots you a look. <laughs> Termite uh, How you been? Anything to report? How's a uh, softball Going Um ba- bo- Volleyball How's volleyball? Hey, I was Yeah, how's volleyball? I'm balls I don't Yeah It only took you, what? Three seconds to correct yourself this time? You know, getting better every day. So are you, by the way. We're all about improvement here at Sidekicks. Uh-huh. Oh, it went well. We won today. Good. I, uh, you know, pulled punches. 
as I gotta, but good. Everyone's safe. Everyone sound. Yep. There were no fatalities at the preliminary high school volleyball game. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you say fatalities? Well, there weren't any. Do you know? Ne- do you never ask about fatalities? That feels. If you never ask about fatalities, that might be what your problem is. You need to ask about fatalities, because then you have fatalities. We make it a point to be very thorough around here. Uh huh. She like she she gives you a small smile, like you, mother. Okay. I feel. <laughs> I feel like a, a waiter at a restaurant that Gordon Ramsay is in. I feel like this is absolutely that vibe. I'm just like, oh, I have the chance to like dig at the at the management now. <laughs> I, I am loving this, just so everyone's aware. Well, fatalities is a bit strong. Normally, we keep track of a, a casualties, so that in, includes you know injuries as well as. More than injuries. Did you injure anyone? She turns to you. Um, I mean, I think I jammed my finger in the door on the way out. Does that count? Oh, yeah? Does it feel... Do you need me to tape it up? I have... She opens a uh, drawer. I think I have some uh, band-aids. You want to... No, no, I don't need a band-aid. Good, good soldier. Um, what... So, and she, like, moves around a little bit and goes, uh, okay, how are your powers coming? Any unexpected side effects so far? Anything new? I know that. And I think she shines a little brighter when she says this, that, like, the red that's her skin looks like cracked marble, and all the cracks have red in it. Uh, and she has like a light brown skin. I know all the side effects, complications that heat-related powers can have. No, um, can't really say there's been anything. Uh, I mean, I certainly haven't gotten any less durable. Have you been sleeping well? Yeah, I guess. I don't know, I'm not tracking it. You don't don't wake up in the middle of the night, your bed's on fire, or there's a huge burn mark on your mattress? Uh, no. I, well, I'm pretty sure I would have noticed that, so I, I feel pretty confident in saying that no. Yeah, considers are lucky. I would say, like, I, I took the blinds away just in case, because I, I got caught in the blinds once. I think it depends if you snore. I snore. Oh, I don't. So when I snore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I do. That might be it. Okay. Okay. That's good, though, because when I snore, that's when the the smoke starts coming out. Mm. I've, I've had to take in precautions. But yeah, just, you know, eat healthy. Keep keep exercising. I have no idea if that affects the snore, but I'm pretty sure it does. So just, you know, healthy living habits. Uh, what did you What's your last meal? Tell me what your last um, meal was. Well, and she picks up a notepad. Well, I uh-huh. had lunch in the cafeteria today. Um, so the same. Okay, okay, okay. Risky, but sure. Risky. They don't let us eat anywhere else. 
You could uh, bring in like uh, your own lunch. I'm still going to eat it in the cafeteria. I mean, okay, but what did you have? Don't be a smart ass with me. We have fun here. We have fun here. I had one of those terrible chicken patties. Just the ones they always have. Oh. You know. Oh. Why didn't you ask for the fish? I don't like fish. No, fish is good for you. I might make a note. Fish is good for you. Gotta have those uh, omega-3 fatty acids, right? Yes. Yes. It's fish, fire, both start with F. It's great. <sighs> you, you would think that stuff doesn't work, but like, you know. Historia, historia de, de mujer vieja. Old wife cell. Works all the time. Fish and fire. I, I may not have powers, but is that really how, how that works? Just things that start the same letter? Not everything, just sometimes. It's it's a lot of a feeling, you know? I, I get it. Feeling starts, starts with an F. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Feelings, fire, fish. He closes the notebook. I think we're done for today. Uh, the Thank you so much. I do need to go uh, save some people. So I will see you next time. And she starts getting up. This whole time, Choa has been taking like fervent mm-hmm. notes. Just, uh, just as productive as always. Love you, kid. You're great. She says, not looking at you as she leaves the room. Remember what I said? No, no snoring. snoring, no fish. I heard. Yes, fish, no snoring. Oh, whatever. You're great. Love working with you. Any other questions, Lieutenant? Well, that 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 F thing was kind of out of left field. It starts with an F. <laughs> but uh um, I, I think I, I got everything I need. I, I do wish Quintessential was here as well, but, you know, sometimes you can't have it all. Yes, I suppose you can't. I'm going to head out now. H- have yourself a, a good rest of your evening. Uh, good job on that uh, that volleyball game. Uh, uh, don't worry, I'll remember that. Oh, thank you. Someone has to. <sighs> and she just kind of like, shoves her hands in her pockets and turns around and leaves. And just like every other time Thermite gets pissed off like this, uh, she heads for the gym at the high school. It's late enough in the day that there's no practices or anything in there, no games. And she's just going to head over to the, the, the ball closet and pull out the big bin of volleyballs, set up the net, And she stands at one end behind the line, takes a deep breath, chucks the volleyball up, and just starts practicing serves. And, you know, just one after the other, just trying to get it just right. But the entire time, she's like, still seething about all of that. And at one point, she kind of just lets one absolutely rip over the net, just way, way, like, home run distance. As soon as you hit this, you realize what you've done, and, like, you close your eyes waiting for the, the sound of impact and expecting, like, the, the wall to give way. But it never comes. Instead, you hear footsteps coming towards you and the, the voice of Quint. Huh. You know, if you keep hitting balls like that, you're going to take a wall out. 
and your ball is impaled on a psychic spear he's holding. She stands up, kind of puts her hands on her hips and goes, quintessential. Just call me Quint. Uh, I hear we're uh, Minty Buddies. You know, I was starting to wonder what you looked like because I had no other way to know. Quint gets a text message. Eat more fish. (laughs) (laughs) Does she tell you to eat fish too? Showing you the the text message. Yes. Lieutenant Ochoa showed up at our check-in, which... I guess makes one of you. <laughs> uh, I guess I probably should show up to one of those someday. Maybe. Although I'm not sure how much I'm going to be able to stand being in a room and being the only one who wants to be there. You know, I, I really do think Ochoa loves his job. So at least you gotta have you have that in common. Why are you here? Why, why are you hanging out in the gym? Like, if you had all this time, you should have just come to the meeting. Yeah, but I didn't want to. You know, sometimes it's not about what you want. Like, I'm not doing this for me. See, I don't really think eating more fish will make me a better hero. Whatever. I should should have figured there was no point. Look, thanks for catching the volleyball. Thanks for... Saving the school some infrastructure money. I'm going to pack up and go home. Hold, hold on. I've got something for you. And this is when he hands out the Nova Squad folder to you. The hell is this? This is a new team that I think you might be interested in. And I think you'd be a good fit for it. Uh, what? She takes it, just like staring at it. I know I don't talk to, uh, what is it, senior special agent Popocatepetl all that often, but even in our handful of text exchanges, she talks highly of you. So I was thinking I'd invite you to my new team. And I think, because uh, Quint has been wearing his uniform for this, because he's doing official work and... I think this might be the time that you notice his shiny new bar. Hey. Quintessential. Just call me Quint. I'm sorry. I don't think I will. After all, protocol would dictate that I call you by your rank instead. She's looking through the folder and she gives him this look. She stares up at him and she goes, senior special agent hero. And Quint just sighs. Well, welcome to Nova Squad. And I think that's a good place to cut it. So this scene starts with the camera kind of looking over like a busy street and an overpass. On that overpass, there is someone in a black and green, I think the term is a cyber goth outfit with a very obvious wig to look like it has like steel cables in it and stuff like that. Um, And he is dancing to music that he has playing and people are like dropping 
money into a like a hat he has on the ground. And then the the camera focuses back onto the street and you see a armored truck driving down towards the overpass. And then the next thing you see is this dance person, dancing person, like going over the railing and then jumping onto that armored truck. That truck starts like just vibrating until one of the wheels falls off. And then this armored truck like careens into a park and eventually hitting a tree, which kind of tilts just enough to know that it's done some damage there. And as the, the dust is clearing, you see like a plaque next to it saying that this is like a historical heritage tree that just got damaged. And this cyber goth guy just runs with like comical bags of, of money with like the dollar signs on it. And this is when Phantom shows up. But, but what does this look like? So I think Phantom looks essentially how they normally do. They float down. They're not wearing their hood. They're, uh, I think they were invisible. They put the hood down so that you can see that they're wearing a Quince classic iconic mask on their face. And they kind of float down right in front of him and says, stop. A criminal? <laughs> I can't. You can't do this. It's a crime to steal money, even though I don't really understand the value of money quite yet, but I know it's a bad thing, so you shouldn't do it. Like, he looks at you for a moment and just kind of keeps running. Uh, I'm going to go after him and pick him up. Let's get a danger roll from Phantom. I'm so good. I will attend. So that means that you're not the one who's going to uh, be messed up here. But as you are going in to try and nab this person, I would like someone new to enter the scene and also at the same time try and stop this criminal. Uh, could you uh, describe this person for us, Siobhan? Yeah, so uh, we see... Um you can't really see much about her, but we see a Latino uh, college-age woman uh, wearing athleisure, but also a hoodie over her head and a uh, a bandana for a mask. Um, clearly, uh, someone who looks like they are new to superheroing, but trying it. <laughs> yeah, what that person said, stop right here. This person is not showing any... Uh, superhuman abilities. They are just acting like a normal person tackling someone. Okay. So Phantom floats in and picks up this guy, but the, the forward momentum is still there for a little bit. And as this new character tries to go for the tackle, pretty much all three of you get tangled up and hit the ground. Ow. The hell? Who the hell are you guys? Uh, I'm ghost, <laughs> of course. Who else would I be? <laughs> ghost? Yes, ghost. I'm trying it out. I, I, I think he is 
trying to get up now and trying to untangle himself from you guys. <laughs> yeah. So the other person involved can feel this person struggling and she, while not a, uh, not a person who knows how to wrestle is trying to stop him grabbing his legs and said, I'm a, I'm, I'm tree hugger and I'm not going to let you get away with this. What the hell? You both have such terrible names. Hey, yeah, what's your name? Is yours so judgmental? I'm workshopping mine, okay? It's work in progress. Yeah, head back to that workshop. Hey, listen here. At Phantom's, like, what do you call yourself? He smiles and uh, puts a hand on both of you. Call me Aftershocks with an X because it's cool. (laughs) Both of you just start vibrating to the point that, like, you lose balance and get dizzy. And he uses the opportunity to try and run. I think once I regain my composure, I'm going to uh, go into, I'm going to uh, take from my utility belt uh, and uh, take like a little, like, it looks like a little ball and just throw it at him. So like open up a net to catch him. Cool. Uh, give me another danger roll. Or- uh, could I use my uh, always prepared move instead? Isn't that for unleashing powers? I can work with that for this. All right. Uh... <laughs> 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 I rolled a five. I, I, I love this. Yeah, Charlie rolled a two and a one, so that wouldn't have. <laughs> so this little ball, you didn't quite tune it quite right, and it doesn't open when it hits him. Instead, it bounces back towards Evelyn, who gets caught up in this net. I'm, I'm so sorry, I, uh... <laughs> Losers. Hey! And, uh, this guy's gonna run away. This is why I should stick to stealing things. Uh, a little help? Oh, you yeah, see that yeah. She's, like, trying to <laughs> untangle herself from the net. Of course, of course. Uh, here, uh, let me, let me help you with that. I'm, I'm so sorry, I, uh... I'm so I'm new to all of this, you know. I'm, I'm giving it my best try. I think my f- f- friends would want me to do it, and you know, I, I'm trying to be at least better than them. Not better than them. I, I don't know why. It's, I'm better for them. Uh, <laughs> uh, here you go. Uh, she chuckles and and she uh, she reaches her hand out to shake it, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm trying to make the world a better place too. I'm I'm also pretty new at uh, the, this style of, of trying to do that." She gestures at the face mask. <laughs> the ban- She's wearing a ban- green bandana as if it's a, a mask. I think you're doing a great job. I, I do think he's getting away. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> do they just both start sprinting after him together? I mean, I guess yes. Phantom isn't running, but. Yeah. <laughs> Does Evelyn have any any sort of like bag of tricks to try and do anything here? Um, you know, I think she has on her, like, a smaller backpack than, like, a hiker's pack, but that kind of thing. Like a camelback that has storage in it <laughs> type thing. And maybe she has, like, a hiking hiker's rope or something that she is, like, pulling out to throw. If he gets close enough, I guess, if, if we're gaining on him enough. Yeah, let's say that that just, that works since uh, you're an NPC and I, uh, let's not have you roll. But that gives... Phantom, one last opportunity. Uh, 
what do you want to do here? He gets tripped up by this rope, and uh, he's still some distance away, but how are you actually going to try and stop him? That's a great question. I think Phantom's going to turn invisible again to, like, move in front of him so that when he tries to, like... Is he still running? Is he still able to run? Sorry. Uh, I, I think he gets tangled up and but and falls, but I don't think he is, like, tied up. Okay, I think Phantom Invisible is going to come over and try and, like, pick him up by the rope to, like, kind of hang him from a tr- nearby tree. Wait, wait, wait. That the tree's endangered, not that one. Oh, 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 I'm so sorry. Uh, I'll pick a different tree. Wait, maybe not use the trees at all. Uh, you can tell that she's genuinely conflicted and trying to stop this guy, but also not wanting to do anything to the trees. Oh, uh, then um, there's a rock over here I can tie him to. Come on, you! I'm getting caught by you two. What is this, amateur hour? I couldn't even get a real superhero. Well, buddy, sounds like you're also an amateur, I guess. Couldn't think of anything, Woody. <laughs> I mean, I've kind of done this before. I just kind of had someone showing me the ropes before. Well, I'm going to show you these ropes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Was that grown in character? Sure. <laughs> Listen, you're no plump a strawberry yourself, okay? What the hell does that mean? I'm not gonna explain to you what it means. I can't decide if it's, like, condescending or sexual. It's, it's certainly condescending. Are you sure? Why would it be? Yes! Hmm... At this point, he's going to try and reach up and hold onto the rope, and it starts making it vibrate. So if you're holding onto it, it's starting to get harder to hold. Stop vibrating. No. I wish someone else was here. This is a lot harder than breaking into high-tech laboratories. I thought you were a hero. Uh, I... I said I was new. <laughs> you can see a uh, tree hugger giving them a side eye. Like, what? What? Is, who is this person? <laughs> you, you know what? Just, just put me down. You can have the money, and I'm just gonna. I'll just leave. All right? We, we good? No, dude. I think you should do some community service. You cause a pretty bad damage to that tree over there. You know, we don't have many dioons in California. Yeah, nature is important. It's just a palm tree. It's not. That tree, its species is older than the dinosaurs were. Taking care of nature is very important, you know. Wait, wait. I thought she was the tree hugger and you the ghost. I I can care about nature, too. Everyone should care about nature. Exactly. I mean, you turn around and suddenly 90% of people are dead because global warming came and destroyed the planet. Yeah, that's that could happen. It could. We don't take better care of the Earth. It's not going to take care of us. Exactly. You know, you're pretty sweet foxes, tree hugger. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Sweet foxes? 
Yeah, sweet. What would feedback or Quint say? You're, well, I guess Quint would probably insult Tree Hooker. You're pretty neat. Who, me? No, not you. Why would I compliment you? You're a villain. Uh, thank you. I I honestly don't know what's going on right now. This is, this is really weird. I think Tree Hugger has like pulled out a cell phone and is like trying to call Agus now to like call this one in on like their tip line. Be like, hey, we got a a thief or something. Not too long after that, this guy's still going to try and talk to you guys and be really weirded out by you guys both. Uh, <laughs> but when an Aegis, Aegis Van comes in and Evelyn won't recognize Quint, but Phantom will. But Quint is actually the one who comes out of the passenger side seat as someone else comes out to arrest Aftershocks with an X because it's cool. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and he, he goes to thank Evelyn first. You the one that uh caught this guy? Uh, Not by myself. Uh, uh, They helped me. Gesturing at Phantom. Would Phantom be invisible at this point? I think Phantom. <laughs> I think Phantom would be uninvisible by this point. So Quint looks up at you. It only takes a second for him to... You stole my mask? Uh, no. Why would I steal your mask, Quint? <laughs> Thanks for the, the assist here. Do you have a, an official code name yet? Uh, I've, I've been using Tree Hugger. Tree Hugger. It's a, it's a work in progress, but... Good work. I mean, except for that tree back there. What is it, a, a giant Dayun? Yep, that's the one. How do you know that? Dad did a benefit concert for them once, and there are cool pamphlets. Wow, I'm surprised the kid your rage has read one. Anyway, they're very cool. You should look at it. Look it up. Yeah, but what what's with this dinosaur clip art? <laughs> Do you have it out on your phone yeah, right I'm now? It up. You know, uh, people like pictures of dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are pretty sweet foxes. It doesn't look like there's too much damage to it. I'm sure we can get it straightened out. I mean, we better. That tree was planted in the 1900s. So it'd be a shame to see it die because of a car crash. Quint is going to hand you an Aegis card. It's not like his personal business card, but it's the Aegis hero support line. If you're looking to keep up with the hero business, you might need a, a few helping hands and... Reach out when you need it. All right. I'll consider it. She takes the card. And then he calls, Phantom, we need to talk. Wow. Look at the time. I have Phantom. to. Uh, what What do you, what you want, Quinn? I'm sorry I stole your mask. <laughs> do, do you hand it back to him? Yes. <laughs> I think Evelyn has walked away at this mm -hmm. point. <laughs> Clear, cl clearly there's something happening between these two people. <laughs> what, what are you doing out here? I just thought that, you know, after spending all this time with all of you, I would try and, and see what it was like to be a superhero. I don't think I did that bad. 
<laughs> well, if you want to be a hero, maybe you might want to consider working with some people that you know you can work with. And he hands you the Nova Squad folder. What makes you think I would work with Aegis? Because I'm the one leading it. Uh, what? Yeah. What are you doing? The multiverse has threats in it that some universes aren't equipped to handle. You don't need to tell me about the multiverse, Quint. I think I know more than you. Quint just smiles at you and goes, yeah, that's why I want to recruit you. Well, I guess if you're going to be traversing the multiverse, if you left me behind, I would hunt you down. And that's a threat. Thanks, Phantom. I got it. <laughs> I'm just making sure, Quint. <laughs> All right. If, if it's with you, I guess I wouldn't mind working with Aegis. But don't be too much into that, of course. If it helps, Mystic is joining us too. That's good. That's good. So what the hell are you calling yourself out here with, you know, your quote-unquote borrowed mask? Well, I was going with ghosts because, you know, ghosts in the other dimension was pretty cool. And I thought maybe, you know, if I could be like them <laughs> a little bit. Although they were an assassin, which is not super heroic, so. Ghost. You know, speaking of ghosts, and I, I think that's where we cut it there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to RPW, where we are in the middle of a match with Laosa and Brave Lion. It's me again, the professor on the commentating booth, and next to me, we have Terry Violence Gonzalez. Thank you for having me, professor. Of course, this match is, it's been quite entertaining. Uh, it's hard to tell who's going to be winning. Well, those are the best kind of matches, aren't they? I'm assuming that you are rooting for your your mentee, uh, Laosa. Well, I tell you what, Professor. It's not so much rooting as it is trust, you know? Because if Laosa puts everything into practice that I taught, then easy victory. Let me just say that. <laughs> well, we'll we'll see what's... Uh... What will happen? And then the, the camera switches back to in the ring. Could you describe uh, Laosa here for us? Yeah, I think Laosa has uh, brown and black like singlet and a, and a mask, a brown and mask. She has like an angry bear face on her face. She has... Uh, not a lot of long, not a lot of hair, just a little bit of tough of hair coming in the back and kind of in a pony. And uh, she, yeah, she has like a, a brown singlet. We have like bear, bear paws and bear scratches like on the pattern everywhere. And I think she, um, I think right now she's like working over a body part. Like maybe she knocked the other person down and she's like working over the leg just like uh, doing knee strikes at the leg, doing like dropping herself on the leg, 
Re- really, really working that uh, that body part. Let's let's give uh, Losa a danger roll to see how the match progresses. That's a seven. There is an exchange of blows. It gets to a point where you have your opponent, Brave Lion, like on the the mat and. Um, is Losa uh, a high flyer at all? Do you do? Uh... Yeah, no, I think I think Laosa is more maybe Ray Lion is more high flyer. Also, is more like grounding and grounding, like grabbing the high flyers, putting them down, and like slowly, slowly working them so that then the the high flyers, when you know when they when it's their turn for their comeback, they like escape of like a submission or just like a very slow old school like breakdown of body parts so let, let's rewind that a little bit so what happens is that brave lion is starting to get on top of things and gets you dazed to the point where she's comfortable getting onto the turnbuckle and tries to do a move from there jumping off the turnbuckle and you say catch her and put her on the ground and now yeah i, I see she was going for like a frock splash so as she like opens her body up for the frog splash, I catch her and with her own momentum, turn myself over and make that into a slam. So with the momentum of her flying, I grab her to, and then basically I fall with her falling on top of her. You know, let, let's actually have that go for, because this isn't worldwide wrestling, uh, we'll have the, the match actually end there with you pinning Brave Lion from that, that counter. And back at the, the commentating booth, well, that that match was not what I was expecting. Brave Line definitely had the momentum there. The crowd was going wild, only for Laosa to turn it around. I I think Laosa's still on on the on the ring and still like going to town despite the bell ringing, just like still like kicking and punching at a Brave Lion who's on the floor. Eventually, uh, more officials come out to like pull you away from Brave Lion. And Terry, is, is this what you teach your students? The, the match is already over. Well, you know, there's really no accounting for taste here, but sometimes, sometimes messages need to be sent. Yeah, and, like, Osa is, like, yelling as she's being taken back to the locker room. She's like, I'll take on anyone. Any one of you, come. Any one of you, I'll take on all of you. I'll break you down. And there we have it. Losa wins another match with Brave Lion. Though, did she take it too far? Well, I'm going to have to decline to comment on that one. (laughs) Well... That's to be expected, violence. Oh, please, call me Terry. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the, the, the camera um, goes into the back room now, and you see Brave Lion, new bruises starting to form, but that was a great match. Yeah, no. <laughs> you doing okay? I, I think one of those kicks at the end, I slipped, and you, you're doing good. I didn't really hit you, right? Yeah, I'm good. Um, It'll sting in the morning, but, you know, that's what uh, ibuprofen is for, right? 
Yeah, no, hey, you got so much air in that last frog splash. I, like, legitimately got scared I wasn't going to be able to catch you. God, yeah, and I, I thought I was going to miss. Um, I'm glad you were able to catch me. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you, you were just going to, like, hit my head and then tomorrow or, like, whenever he uploads it, we would end up in Bachamania again. We, we don't want to do that. Yeah, uh, God. But, you know, me and a couple of the other... Uh, the others are, are going out for uh, uh, for dinner after this. Uh, would you like to join us? Uh, yeah, no, uh, that'd be great. I've been like training a lot, and it'd be nice to to have a break. Great. You've been to uh, Rancho Potato before, right? You know, would you believe me if I said I didn't? I haven't. Don't worry. Um, we can. This will. It'll be great. They have these great. Potatoes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we, we can get some starches. I I don't go out much. I, I anyway. Yeah, so um guess we'll we'll meet you there. Okay, wrench a potato. I'm sure that won't be hard to find. Cool. Uh so she leaves and um I think as you are yourself exiting, Quint is doing his cool lean on the wall that the door's on. And um, you walk out and see him. You know, you're not allowed to be here, right? Yeah, but I can usually talk my way into places. How can you talk your way into... A re- Anyways, what do they think? You're a ref? You have the body for it. <laughs> What's up, Clint? You know, that, that was a, a great match. I really did think that uh, I, I thought Brave Lion had it. and Thank you. Yeah, it, you know, that's the thing. The trail is in the chase, as they say. I I beat them up. I make the audience angry and mad. And then when they finally beat me, that's the big payoff. Yeah, you're doing great. But how would you feel about doing some, you know, real good instead? As not as La Osa, but as Espanto. And I think he hands you the folder. I don't say that. Don't say that out loud. You shouldn't be here. She, like, looks through the folder. What's this? A new program that Aegis is starting, and I think you'd be a great fit for it. She, like, looks at you and gives you a folder back. You know I don't... You know I'm not... I want to help people, and because of this, and, like, I... I want to help people, but, like, I have a life. I have obligations. I have matches. I have bookings. I have training camps. I can't just, like, walk up and leave. Who's going to pay my rent? Uh, What am I supposed to tell everyone? I actually got, like, an injury in the last match or something? How, How long is this, like, coming back? Is this a a week? What? Why do you need me? Because you can do things that I've never seen anyone else do. She, like, looks at stuff and looks around. So, like, looks at the at the folder. We'll talk about it. Buy me dinner. We'll talk about it. Is that all it's going to take? Absolutely. Convince me during dinner, but if, if anyone asks... 
are you still this is me fabi are you still wearing like your ages uniform or just wearing casual I clothes i think uh for this if he had to sneak his way into uh the back he's in his casual clothes okay good uh just if anyone asks you're a friend of mine or whatever uh fuck i was gonna supposed to go out uh do you know a place where we can eat nearby that's not Rancho Potato? I can think of a few places. Don't worry, uh, I, I, I've got, uh, I've got the bill. Okay, you good? Because I'm starving, and it's gonna have to be a long meal if you're gonna convince me that I need to leave here. How does this even work? You know, uh, I've got someone that you should meet uh, if you're. Really interested in knowing how this works. And, you know, there, there's you guys have something in common. What? They're an athlete? Uh, they're a wrestling fan? You're both into ghosts. I'm not into ghosts. I see ghosts. Very different. Yeah, close enough. Fine, let's go. Tell me about your ghost friend. Cool, that is a great place to end the, the episode. Thanks for listening. In this dimension, Espanto, a.k.a. Laosa, a.k.a. Martina Bosquez, the Janice, is played by Fabi Garza. She can be found at at Fabi underscore Garza on Twitter or as a cast member of Eidolon Playtest. Junie Mystic Haraway, the Nova, is played by Siobhan. She can be found on Twitter at Spellbound Mage as direct impact of Splinter Division on Protean City Comics, or at twitch.tv slash runawaysorcery. Phantom, the Brain, is played by Charlie, so you can be found on Twitter as at Magical Pride, or on Sir Podcasts at at Prepod Engage, or at Devoid of Space. Quintessential Hero, the Soldier, is played by me, Eric, who also edits this podcast, I can be found on Twitter as at PrimeFactorX01, and my work can be heard on the shows Arcadia California and Breathing Space Fading Frontier. Special Agent Thermite, the soldier, is played by Olivia. She can be found on Twitter at at Livy Cottle, or heard on Breathing Space Fading Frontier. And our dimensional tour guide and showrunner is Lee. You can find him on Twitter at The Law of Names, and as the showrunner slash producer for Arcadia California and Breathing Space Fading Frontier. We can all be found on our Discord server, found at discord.lovenames.com. Otherware is produced by Love Names Games. Our other projects can be found at lovenames.com. It's played in Masks, A New Generation, by Brendan Conway from Magpie Games, at Magpie Official on Twitter. Our theme music is composed by Michael Freitag, on Twitter as at Admiral Amara. The actions and opinions presented here belong to the individuals from this dimension only, and are not representative of any other selves, known or unknown. Otherware is not responsible for any side effect drifting produced by listening to this podcast. Yeah.